content warning. This chapter contains an explicit scene. The scene starts at 10 minutes, 20 seconds and goes to 17 minutes. Thank you. Chapter 12, to do a great right, do a little wrong. Loki hadn't even had time to change back into her usual shape when Thor barged in her room. Loki couldn't help it. She began laughing all over again when she saw Thor's face. Oh yes, very funny, Thor growled. You really should learn to be more concerned when I go quiet, Thor. It always means I'm cooking up something good. Good? You call fraternizing with Stark good? Thor bellowed. Ooh, brother, big word, Loki laughed at Thor's frustration. He was rather good, actually, quite eager as well. Come on, Thor, it was just a bit of fun. Yes, because he had no idea who you truly were. You know he would not have come anywhere near you if he had known, Thor said. Loki was torn between smugness at knowing that was certainly not the case, and a certain unease. That little voice in her head was whispering again, and she couldn't quite ignore it. Sure, Tony knew most of the story, but he didn't know the worst part. He knew who Loki was, but he still didn't know what. How would Stark feel when he found out that the smooth, pale skin he was so fond of was a lie? He couldn't possibly admire eyes that were blood red instead of green. Knowing in concept is one thing, but seeing another entirely. But Loki chided that voice. Stark would never find out, so it would never be an issue. When Loki pulled away from her internal argument, she found Thor frowning at her, with more concern than Fury now. Did you even think about what will happen when you finally have to reveal yourself? It will be enough of a fight to protect you from Thanos. I don't need to be worrying about protecting you from our allies as well. You don't have to protect me at all, Oaf. I told you, I won't be there when it happens, Loki snapped. Thor looked as if Loki had stabbed him. It was a face Loki was all too familiar with. It was a lie anyway. Loki hadn't been sure that she could abandon Thor when Thanos finally came. She knew now that she couldn't abandon both Thor and Tony. For better or for worse, she'd fight. But of course, she couldn't just say that. Sometimes she annoyed even herself. Loki ached to say something. Opened her mouth to, even, but Thor beat her to it. Why do I even bother? Thor grumbled, and without a word, walked out of the door, slamming it behind him. Loki winced at the sound. She thought about going after her brother, but decided to leave him be. They'd work out their frustrations tomorrow morning while sparring, and everything would get back to normal. Loki wanted to go immediately to Stark, to finish what they'd started in that storeroom. But the inventor would still be on his plane. Teleporting into a moving vehicle wasn't impossible, but it was quite difficult, and Loki was not in the best frame of mind for something that taxing. So Loki waited. Morning came, and Thor didn't meet him on the training grounds. Valkyrie offered to spar with him, but that wasn't really the point. As a form of self-flagellation, Loki kept away from Stark for three days. Unfortunately, it was also three days without his magic lessons, so he had absolutely nothing to raise his spirits. He wasn't in the mood to be cheered anyway. You didn't see Thor that entire time. Loki was tempted to believe that Thor somehow learned how to become invisible, because the man wasn't anywhere that he usually was. Not his rooms, his office, the training grounds, nowhere. Finally, Loki felt like he had been punished enough, gave up on Thor, and teleported to Starks. The man was in his lab as usual, working on something Loki wasn't familiar with, since he was now done with New Asgard's needs. He was also, very fortunately, alone, since Loki didn't feel like he had the patience to keep checking in. Good afternoon, Stark, Loki said, appearing on his usual couch. Stark jumped and seemed to push some of his notes under metal components as if hiding them. Loki frowned but didn't want to start in on anything. Where the hell have you been? Stark shouted, and now that Loki concentrated on his face rather than his desk, he did look quite perturbed. 
It's only been three days, Stark. I've been far longer between visits before. Well, yeah, but not lately, especially not after everything we talked about. Loki raised his eyebrows. I see. Now that we are in a relationship, I have to answer to you for all my activities? No, that's not what I meant, and you know it. Why are you being a dick about this? I was worried about you. I thought Thor might have gotten pissed and tossed you in a dungeon. Stark ran his hands through his hair, a nervous gesture. We haven't built any dungeons. Thor was annoyed with me. He'll get over it. He always does. Loki said casually, wanting to change the subject. So then where have you been? Apparently the man wouldn't be deterred. I had other things to do. I can't just spend every day lounging around with you. Even as the words came out of his mouth, he wanted to take them back. But he just couldn't help himself. He had to hurt everyone he cared for. The whispering was so constant the last few days that he almost didn't notice the difference from his own thoughts. Tony looked wounded, and of course he did. That was what Loki did best but he got a hold of himself quickly. He hadn't been able to fix things with his brother yet, so we could do so here and now with his lover. Loki got up from the couch and walked over to the inventor, sitting in the desk chair, his face fighting between hurt and angry. Loki took his head, fought his discomfort, and pulled Tony in a hug. He held the man tighter than was probably comfortable, finding that he needed the hug probably as much as the billionaire did. After a few minutes, Tony started to relax and rub Loki's back soothingly. Loki pulled away, and now the man's face was more confusion, which was probably better. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said those things. I've provoked a larger fight with Thor than I had intended, and I haven't had the chance to mend things. It's put me in a terrible mood. Then why didn't you come here so I could help? Stark asked. Why indeed? Loki shrugged. I don't know. I didn't want to talk about it. I wanted to punish myself. I hope that if I stayed in New Asgard, Thor would seek me out himself. Likely some combination of all of those, though I didn't really think it through at the time. Yeah, I get that, Tony nodded. Tell you what, how about I take you out to dinner? Of course, Stark would completely defy expectations once again. Loki had expected another long talk about feelings and relationships and whatnot. That's it? You forgive me? You apologized. Look. I get having stuff you don't want to talk about. I definitely understand wanting time to yourself. Sure, I'd appreciate a little heads up so I don't worry about you, but it's not like we established that beforehand. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Stark saluted like a soldier, and Loki suspected this was another Earth thing he didn't understand. Normally that would be annoying, but Stark was in a good enough mood to tease him, so he would take it. What did I ever do to deserve you, ridiculous mortal? Loki said, kissing him fiercely. Well, that's a pretty good start. How about also getting dolled up so I can take you out? Loki thought about it for a moment and conjured a black suit. Because it was January in New York. Not that he got cold. He also conjured a scarf. How is this? Hmm, Stark said, looking him up and down like he was considering which part to devour first. Perfect. Except... Loki looked down at himself, wondering what was wrong. Tony was looking sheepish, like he knew he had to say something. And Loki wasn't going to like it. Loki decided to just wait, make Stark come out and say whatever it is he had to say. Probably shouldn't go out looking like the guy who tried to invade New York, Stark said, squeamishly, not meeting his eyes. Loki practically sighed with relief. That was an easy fix. Man or woman, Loki asked. You really don't mind? I mean, I feel bad. You know I want to go out with you. Actually, you. Stark assured him. Loki smiled benevolently. 
For a mad moment, he imagined shifting into his Jotun shape, telling Stark to be careful what he wished for. I don't mind. It's what I do. Man or woman. Tony's smile was mischievous now. You know, I've never been seen out with a man. Could be fun. The last bit was phrased as a question. He was obviously trying to leave the final decision up to Loki. So, Loki shifted. He lowered his height to a more average six feet. He lightened his hair to a dark auburn. He changed to a slightly rounder face and stockier build, but left his eyes as they were, since Stark seemed to like them so much. After a few moments, Stark shut his gaping mouth. That was both freaky and awesome. You have freckles. Loki laughed. What an unusual thing to notice. Men with red hair generally have at least some. It helps to make the look more authentic. Attention to detail, Stark agreed. It's pretty good. I prefer real you, obviously, but I can definitely work with this. I like that you kept your eyes. I do hope you are changing as well, or I am going to be considered woefully overdressed. Loki eyed Stark's usual home attire of an old faded t-shirt and battered jeans. Stark laughed, and they went upstairs so he could change. Aren't you going to put on some gloves? A coat? Stark asked as they exited the tower to light snowfall that made the hero shrug up his jacket. If it will make me blend better, I can. I don't get cold, Loki said, shrugging, hoping that Stark would just leave it at that. He did, just giving Loki the interesting alien fact face and crossing the street. Loki was sure he would never be used to how easy things were with Tony. As often as they argued, as much as he made the man's life more difficult, they still had this amazing ability to just be together. He truly believed he didn't deserve the man. After everything he had done, he deserved a sell, if not worse. Not this joy. It made Loki's heart stutter with some combination of hope and fear. Dinner was an enjoyable fare, some fancy Italian place that was discreet enough to avoid the cameras that tended to enjoy pestering Stark in public. Of course, that didn't stop people from taking pictures before they got into the restaurant. Tony just smiled and put his arm around Loki's waist. The food was good, the wine excellent, and the company far better still. But Stark wasn't done surprising him for the night. They were in the bedroom, shedding their clothes for sleep, and in Loki's case, his disguise, when Stark asked if Loki wanted to try something different tonight. Variety, multiplicity, are the two most powerful vehicles of lust, Loki responded. Loki wasn't sure when he had picked up this quirk of quoting the mortal authors he read, but it was becoming a habit of his. He found he enjoyed the clever way mortals phrase things. The look of interest the quotes raised in Stark as he tried to determine the source. It was also another way of hiding, using someone else's words rather than his own. Kept his thoughts and feelings from leaking through. And who said that one? Stark asked. Loki smiled widely. The Marquis de Sade. Yeah, let's not use him as a role model. I'm not into BDSM. And what are you into tonight? Loki asked. Stark actually blushed at that, seeming reluctant to voice what he wanted, something he had never been in the past. I'd like to try being on bottom, he said finally. Loki's breath hitched, and he felt his cock twitch in immediate interest. You would like me to take your virginity? Don't put it like that, Tony moaned embarrassed. I'm not some shy virgin. Hmm, and how should I put it then? Loki asked as he started stalking towards Stark. I promise to take you softly, sweetly, with all the care you deserve. That is, only after I leave you a whimpering puddle at my feet. I won't take you until you are weeping with lust, begging me to end the torture, and finally fuck you until you can't remember your own name. Stark's pupils blew wide, and by the time Loki got his hands on the man, he was already far gone. Stark loved it when Loki talked dirty, which was fortunate because it was something Loki adored doing. He loved being able to watch his mortal absolutely fall apart with only the sound of his voice. Loki kissed him hard before tossing Stark onto the bed. 
The man would never admit it, but he loved when Loki showed how much stronger he was. Loki had already slicked his fingers by the time he got onto the bed. Stark was most definitely eager. He immediately spread his legs so that Loki could fit between them. Loki started teasing by trailing a slick finger around Stark's nipples before leaving a wet trail down his chest to his groin. Completely ignoring Tony's stiff erection, Loki caressed his balls briefly, giving them a parting squeeze before trailing his finger down to the sensitive skin to press at Stark's hole. He conjured more slick and proceeded to tease the rim, making sure that it was good and wet before slipping one thin finger inside. Stark grunted at the sudden pressure, and Loki looked up to judge that he was okay. Stark's eyes met his challengingly, and Loki grinned. Loki moved his finger in and out very slowly, taking it out and playing with the rim some more before plunging in. He had to admit, it was distinctly arousing for him to see a finger swallowed up by Stark's body, to imagine what his cock would look like when it was finally doing the same. When Stark's breathing started to even out, demonstrating that he was used to the pressure, Loki added a second finger. With the second finger, he could do far more with his teasing. Instead of just pushing the fingers in and out, once Stark had gotten used to the pressure, Loki twisted and curled his fingers, widening Stark further and seeking out that particular bunch of nerves. Stark let out a surprised shout, and Loki knew he had found it. Meeting Tony's eyes again, Loki brushed his fingers over the spot again and again. The billionaire's face was a delightfully aroused mixture of surprise and pleasure. Loki could tell that while he had been curious, Stark hadn't truly believed that being taken would feel this good. Loki ceased the pressure on Stark's prostate and instead added a third finger. Stark grunted again at the stretch, but seemed to get used to it much faster than before. Now it was time for teasing again. Loki pushed all three fingers in and out at a brutal pace, completely bypassing Stark's prostate intentionally. Stark started to twist his hips to push back on Loki, trying desperately for that spot of pleasure that he now knew was there. Finally, Stark let out a moan that was more of a sob, and Loki stopped and almost pulled his fingers all the way out. Stark whined in protest, tried to scoot forward so that Loki's fingers impaled themselves again, but Loki pulled back so they stayed firmly right at his entrance. You know what I want, Stark, Loki said, pushing his fingers in just a bit, curling them and then removing them again. Tony's eyes went wide as they met his, and he blushed in that adorably attractive way of his. Please, he finally said. Now, Stark, Loki said as he inserted his fingers and pressed right on the spot of nerves so that Stark shouted. That didn't sound very sure. He pumped his finger shallowly again. Oh, God, please. Please fuck me, Stark said. And finally, Loki smiled benevolently. As my worshipper commands, Loki said, removing his fingers entirely. Stark managed to give him an amused smirk and then attempted to roll over onto his stomach. No, I want to look into your eyes, Loki said holding his hips in place. Stark blushed again, but stayed as he was. This position would also keep Loki from going in too deep. With as long as Loki was and as tight as Stark was bound to be, it would be much more comfortable if Loki had some help to keep him from going too deep or too hard. Loki raised Stark's legs up so that he was straddling Loki wider, knees up in the air. Loki pressed his cock to Stark's entrance as he pressed the head in. He moved his hand to grip the man's erection. The pleasure helped soothe the pain, Loki knew from experience, and he worked Stark's cock with his hand as he worked his own shaft into that tight body. When he was finally fully in, Stark gasped, eyes fluttering, head thrown back. His cock pulsed under Loki's hand, reassuring Loki that the expression was in pleasure rather than pain. Loki started to move in and out then, Stark's body squeezing him so tight that he knew this wouldn't take long. Fortunately, he knew how to make sure that Stark enjoyed every second. He wasted no time in targeting Stark's prostate with every thrust, 
making Stark moan over and over again. Stark's cock was absolutely weeping pre-cum now. Loki's hand was moving up and down quicker, and he sped his thrust to match it. Finally, Stark clenched and cried out, his cock spurt in Loki's hand. Loki thrust through Stark's orgasm, still rubbing his prostate, milking every bit of pleasure he could from the other man. When Stark started to whimper from overstimulation, Loki removed his hand from Stark's cock, grabbed the man's hips, and started pumping deep beyond. It wasn't too long before Loki was twitching, hips stuttering as he got close. Tony wrapped his legs around Loki and pulled him in for a deep kiss. Loki's cry as he came was muffled in Stark's sweet mouth. Even as Loki's hips stilled, Stark kept kissing him until both of their hearts started slowing. Finally, Stark released Loki's lips to give him a shit-eating, proud grin. Loki chuckled, and Stark shivered as he felt the laugh in a very sensitive place, with Loki still buried inside him. It was several nights later when Loki abruptly woke from a deep sleep. The room was dark, so it took him a moment to recognize what had awoken him. The man he was currently wrapped around was twitching in his sleep, frowning at whatever his dreams were showing him. Loki wrapped an arm tighter around Stark. The other hand he swept through Tony's hair as he murmured soothing words in the man's ear, just like Stark did when Loki was having a nightmare. Suddenly, Stark thrashed violently, shoving Loki off then. Stop! he shouted. And Loki wondered what he had done, until he realized Stark's eyes were still closed. Finally, Tony started yelling, and Loki had to wake him. He grabbed the man's shoulders and shook him, shouted his name. Finally, he got through, and Stark's eyes opened wide and met his own. Instantly, Tony shouted again and shrunk away from Loki's grip. Loki just sat there on the bed, arms hovering in the air, not sure what he should do. Stark was sitting on the side of the bed, feet on the ground, with his head buried in his hands. Sorry he murmured quietly. Loki took that as permission to approach and move so he was sitting next to Tony. You don't need to apologize. You've dealt with enough of my nightmares, Loki said, putting his hand on Stark's shoulder. Stark flinched. Loki pulled his hand back in shock. Stark immediately realized what he had done and went to grab Loki's hand. No, sorry, that just happened. What did you dream? Loki asked. His chest went tense as he anticipated the answer. Tony looked over at him, eyes wide and haunted. It's nothing. Go back to sleep. I'm just going to go get a drink. Loki wanted to put a hand on his shoulder, keep him from leaving, but he suspected the move wouldn't be taken well right now. Please tell me, Loki said softly instead. I think you know. Tell me anyway. It was you, throwing me off this building. I'm falling and falling, and this time the suit doesn't come after me. This time the ground becomes the portal, and I'm falling forever in space. Loki swallowed at the fear in Stark's voice. Do you have this dream often? No. Sometimes. Look, can you just leave me alone? I just need time, Stark said. Loki didn't respond, just watched him go. Watch Stark need to get away from his fear, away from him. It was often easy to forget about what he had done to Stark. The man hadn't taken any injuries, had bounced right back in time to save the city. Obviously, the injuries Stark had taken from the experience weren't physical. They were all mental, emotional. He was still haunted to this day by what Loki had done. And Loki had gone so far as to make it a joke. No, Loki definitely did not deserve Tony. He certainly wouldn't haunt him anymore. With one last look at the familiar bedroom, one last smell of Stark's cologne, Loki left. <laughs>